Alright, we gotta just get this podcast started, people. Because if not, only 69. When you are so sadistic and you film yourself, notice that they didn't just intend to slaughter the Jews, they wanted to break our spirit. They wanted to break your spirit, you. You, they did this for us, all of us in the Jewish community in Israel and around the world. And we're not going to let them do that. We're not going to let them do that. We get that. We see what you did. We're going to come after you. We're not going to let you break our spirits. So just remember that. Hamas kind of shot himself in the foot. When you are so sadistic, and you film yourself. Notice that they didn't just intend to slaughter the Jews. They wanted to break our spirit. They wanted to break your spirit. You. You. They did this for us. All of us in the Jewish community in Israel and around the world. And we're not going to let them do that. We're not going to let them do that. We get that. We see what you did. We're going to come after you. We're not going to let you break our spirit. So just remember that. So that was another good uh, clip from Noah Tisby, uh, who's become a, 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 I don't want to say a star celebrity, uh, but she's become a leader in this uh, post-Hamas massacre of the Jewish people. And I wasn't sure what uh, what I was going to think of that clip but yeah i think she's right in the regard that uh hamas did not break the spirit of the jewish community but uh made them stronger and <clears throat> excuse me this is probably going to be another uh, podcast of sneezes and blowing my noses. Um, but she <clears throat> makes that point that, you know, the Jewish community is going after Hamas uh, very strong, hard and heavy. Hot and heavy. Coming in hot. So... Welcome all to another panic attack. Uh, I've been sitting on this story, stories for a little bit, but with uh, Noah there, and um, also uh, a thing I saw on Breitbart about uh, Netanyahu and uh, his thoughts on President Biden and Biden's. <laughs> opinion of the situation between Hamas and Israel. Ah, so do all the uh, like, share, comment, subscribe stuff. Uh, especially share and subscribe or follow whatever the, uh, the, the words are. I need to get my uh, rumble audience built back up. Built up, period, point blank. Um, anyhow, so now that we got all that shit out of the way, uh, 
I saw this last night on Breitbart that Trump-backed Republicans sweep statewide elections in Louisiana. Uh, that's not a real surprise because even, okay, Louisiana's pretty deep red anymore. But also, it's even bigger MAGA. The, the letters MAGA are 10 times bigger there than they are anywhere else. All right, that didn't make sense, but whatever. So, it says here, Trump-backed Republicans have completed a sweep of Louisiana's statewide elections with victories in Saturday's races for Attorney General, Secretary, and State Treasurer. A month after Attorney General Jeff Landry won the governorship in a uh, jungle primary. I heard the term jungle primary before, but okay. Uh, Louisiana solicitor Liz Murrell, first assistant secretary of state Nancy Landry, and former U.S. Rep. John Fleming, uh, all received former President Trump's backing on Thursday and went on to 30-point victories in their respective races. So, MAGA had a mega win. And I am seeing all sorts of polling numbers for what it's worth. But it's saying, uh, I just saw today it was, uh, um, oh, who's the guy? Uh, Jimmy Dore. I just saw, it was like in the thumbnail that Biden's support among young voters is even slipping. And this is, this goes well with a theory I have, a thesis. Your younger voters are not paying attention to PMS, NBC, CNN, or Fox News. They're the ones on YouTube, on Instagram, um, on the social media platforms, you get the you get the point. Oh, that's blaring because I have the volume turned up over here. Okay, now the Christmas Jazz Cafe music isn't quite as loud. So, um, my thesis, my theory, uh, duh, younger voters are on social media. Where is Biden? Where are Biden's biggest critiques, critics? Social media, Tim Pool, Stephen Crowder, um, Jeremy from the Quartering, Sidney Watson, um, you name them. They're social media people and they get more views than CNN gets ratings. So, yeah. It, you know, I don't know that the younger voters are going to jump to Trump, but the other day, in a personal experience, I had a, it was um, Friday, 
afternoon, and um, I was speaking with uh, this black black lady, and she was she was cool at first. I was a little turned off by her because, woo, she poured on a bottle. She didn't just spray some perfume from the bottle. She put on a bottle of perfume. And, you know, I put on body spray. I don't use good cologne in a long time. But, you know, I try to not stink. But, damn! She She, like, took a bath in it, then dipped her clothes in it. And then rolled around in perfume on top of all that. Uh, and it was very, just, I don't know, overwhelming to the senses. But anyhow, so this lady uh, and her son, her son, who was also black, duh. Uh, and um, I'm guessing not heterosexual, just from his dress and mannerisms and speaking. Uh, her son is like, you know, we're sending all this money to these other countries. What about us? I don't care who's running next election. I'm voting for America. I'm America. And I was like, wow, it's been a long time since I've heard, you know, an African-American, a black person talk like that, that wasn't, you know, part of my little alt Republican click because this was a guy and a woman who clearly uh, from the conversation implied that they had been Democrat and that they were fed up with you know Biden and the Democrats constantly supporting other countries so uh, Trump poll numbers are the highest they've been with minorities women um the last election, the one place in 2020 he lost votes was us us cracker white males, but whatever. Uh, nonetheless, it's very interesting to hear and see uh, people that don't typically sound like they would vote Republican saying they're going to vote America first and they're going to do their research. And they're going to see who America first candidates are. So this isn't a white supremacist thing like the media will tell you. This is all races, genders, sexual orientations saying, uh-uh. uh, I, I'm, go- I'm going to the store and going broke. I am not living well. Uh America first. So, anyhow, that wasn't even what I wanted to podcast about today, day, day, day. Uh, this thing on Breitbart from a few weeks ago, or a few days ago, pardon me. I can't find the the date, but what the hell ever. Well, it had to have been Sunday. Was, dang, it seems like I've been sitting on this longer than that. But Doc and I have been doing these podcasts... Um, about the 60th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. So I see this um, headline on Breitbart. Netanyahu opposes Biden on... Or, okay, pardon me. Let me 
read it again because that's so freaking important. Netanyahu opposes Biden. No way Palestinian Authority runs Gaza. The Palestinian Authority, the Palestine Liberation Organization, Hamas, Hezbollah, are all the same damn thing, dumbass Biden. And so Netanyahu is saying to Biden, screw you. Screw you. We are not inching backwards one inch. And look, man, in the late 90s, the 2000s, Israel tried to appease Hamas and the Palestinians and the Arabs in the Gaza Strip and in uh, the West Bank. And I've got my own opinion on this, but Israel gave and gave and gave. And every time they gave... Just a little bit of time, just a little bit, would go by, and next thing you know, the rockets are flying, the nightclubs, the discos, I don't understand why they still have discos in, disco clubs, discotheques in the Middle East, but whatever. Um, I, there was one time I said, apparently terrorists hate discotheques or disco clubs or disco music because they're always blowing them up in Israel. Uh, sorry, terrible. Not even if it was a joke. Observation. Observational comedy a la Jerry Seinfeld. So anyways, Netanyahu is saying, no, we're, we're not going back to the Palestinian Authority that's very close, similar to Hamas. Hamas was the enforcement wing, the terror terrorist enforcement wing for groups like the Palestinian Authority. So, to say, well, we'll go back to the Palestinian Authority running Gaza and whoa shook the camera. Uh other other uh Palestinian pardon me <laughs> the words right in front of me. Palestinian uh settlements, areas, whatever. You know, and this is bullshit too. Um I keep hearing that the West Bank the Gaza Strip are open-air prisons. And then they show a picture of the fence that separates, uh, let's say, Gaza and Israel. It, Gaza is a huge, sprawling area. It's not an open-air prison like you think of the prison yard you see on TV and in movies. You know, and if they would just leave Israel to hell alone, Israel would leave them alone. And, you know, I've heard stories, the Israeli military, the Israeli uh, guards, the police... As the Palestinians pass 
back and forth, um, you know, through Israel, uh, through in and out of the West Bank and Gaza and things, how, um, how they're assholes to the, the Palestinians. Uh, I had a professor in college who was born in Jerusalem. He is Palestinian, but he was in Jerusalem. And he said, you know, if he lived there, he would be a terrorist because of how the Palestinians are treated by the Israeli police and that. And uh, how they give him a hard time when he's passing through the checkpoints and they stand there smoking their cigarettes, holding their Kalishnikovs, which I don't think the Israeli army uses Kalishnikovs, but whatever. Um, the guy was not a gun expert. So anyways, uh, says on Saturday, Biden published an op. <laughs> Okay, so on Saturday, somebody wrote a an op-ed and published it under Biden's name. There's no way in how he wrote. <laughs> he couldn't write, the chicken said the sky is falling. Uh, so someone published an op-ed under Biden's name in the Washington Post, uh, in which he supported Israel, though once again joining the Israeli cause to Ukraine, uh, putting Hamas and Russia in the same category. Biden also reiterated his support for a two-state solution as the only answer to the conflict and added, as we strive for peace, uh, for peace, Gaza and the West Bank should be returned under a single governance structure, ultimately under a revitalized Palestinian authority as we all work toward a two-state solution. So one of his handlers wrote this probably and wanted to appease both sides. And, you know, we've got all this rioting and fighting and, and problems going on in the United States with uh, pro-terror, pro-Palestine rioters wreaking havoc. And he's trying to say, you know, there can be two different places there with two different governments. And again, I reiterate, why will no other Arab nation give up land to let the Palestinians have their own land? If you look at old maps, yes, there was a nation on this in this area called Palestine. But maps change all the time. The map in the next few years, the map of the world is going to change. I guarantee it. With all the conflict and strife going on uh, in Russia and Ukraine, in Israel and Gaza and Palestine, whatever, uh, the map of the world will change. 
So it's no big deal that is the is the Jews were given this piece of land and it renamed Israel. Uh, you know, find the Ottoman Empire on a map today, and then go back to a map of the early 1900s and see how humongous the Ottoman Empire was. And after World War Two or World War One, pardon me, it just ceased to exist. Uh, and that's what the Palestinians and some Arab nations, some Muslims want for Israel. They want Israel wiped off the map. Israel has never said they want the Palestinian people or the Palestinian state wiped off the map. Israel came to exist because Great Britain, backed by the United States, after World War II, gave Israel back its historic territory. And, you know, the Middle East was colonized as hell. Colonized like crazy. I shouldn't say like hell. Uh, colonized out the wazoo pre-World War II with British and French colonies. So, what's the big fucking deal? What is the big deal that a piece of land was taken and given back to the Jewish people? Some of these Palestinians are second and third generation Gaza and West Bank residents by this point. But the originally... Some of these Palestinians weren't from the nation of Palestine. They came to Israel to help build the roads and the uh, suburbs, the cities that would become Israel, the, the state, the nation. And so other Arab countries looked down on them. The, some of the Palestinians are looked down upon by other Arabs as a lesser form of Arab. Yeah, and also, as in the case with Jordan, the nation of Jordan, not the shoe, Jordan, in the 60s, they gave, they let Palestinians into their country, and then the Palestinians started blocking off uh, sections of the country, and putting up roadblocks, and saying, this is now Palestine. And Jordan's like, huh, what, huh? And finally, the king of Jordan had to put down his foot and say, no, this is Jordan. We run the country. You just live here. So there are a lot of reasons other Arab states do not want the Palestinians in their territory, on their land. That's just one of them. All right. So, take my medicine here. Calm myself down. For now, God bless you. Thank you for watching. Pray for each other. Love somebody today. Be the reason somebody feels loved. Until next panic attack. I forgot to put my American flag up. God bless y'all.